You are listening to Master Coaching with Ajit, a podcast that inspires coaches to impact lives of their clients more meaningfully. I am Coach Ajit, and I'm known for coaching high performers, entrepreneurs, and leaders. I'm also a serial entrepreneur and author of many books. On this podcast, I am answering your burning questions. I'm also demonstrating and deconstructing behind-the-scenes coaching sessions. Now, you probably are wondering if you should have an online course. As a coach, this is one of those questions that we often ask ourselves and ask our colleagues and ask our coaches to kind of go, hey, should I make an online course? And you might have even made an online course. You're not only just wondering, you might have already taken the step. You might have already said, yes, I should have an online course and made one. There's a possibility that you might have even taken an online course that teaches you how to build an online course. And you have kind of sold yourself to the idea that you must have an online course. And that is the only way you become successful as a coach. Or you might be in that limbo where you are thinking, well, I think I should be making an online course, but I don't really understand how this fits into this grand ecosystem of what I'm really trying to build, which is a career as a coach. There is something that you may or may not know about me before choosing to be a coach and then building Evercoach and then building several platforms that allow coaches to be more successful, I was actually helping companies that were online education companies. See, one of my first gig in online world or in education world was with my partner company, Mindvalley. I helped Mindvalley take from a few million dollars a year to almost $40 million a year by the time I had quit being CEO of the company. Now, Mindvalley has grown and become a behemoth when it comes to online programs and personal development. But between Mindvalley and the clients that I consult and coach post that, which also focus primarily on online education companies, I have either directly or indirectly helped build programs that have served over 200,000 people and has virtually generated over $200 million in sales. So I know a thing of two about online courses, how they fit, where they fit, if they fit, or if they don't fit. So online courses overall clearly work. I mean, like as one of the many people who have worked in this field of online programs and online courses. Now, in principle, of course, online courses work, right? That's why there are so many platforms that are selling it, so many people that are purchasing it. There is, of course, me, who is somebody who has built and sold over $200 million worth in online courses. So they work. But the question really is that do they work in a coaching ecosystem? Does it work for a new coach or even a seasoned coach? And how does it really play out if it does work? To understand if, firstly, do online courses work for coaches? And if yes, then how? Let's first try to understand where coaching is at right now. So coaching right now, mostly sold online. You have probably enrolled clients on a Zoom call, through a discovery call, through a conversation that you might have had with someone as you went to an event, but the follow-up call that really closed the client was done online, which means that there is a big potential of us as coaches to build an ecosystem that is supported by some kind of an online engagement between us and our clients. The primary function that you may not have recognized until now, but you may want to recognize right now, is a primary function of an online program or an online course is to build trust. When somebody's about to hand over the keys of their business to you as a business coach or their health as a health coach, as a 
at, of their relationship as a life coach or their own life as a life coach, they are making a big decision. They're about to make a decision that can potentially change their life for good or for bad. And this is the time they want to really trust the person that they're going to hand over these keys and say, help me with this. And that's really the grand purpose that one must consider when they're thinking about an online program. An online program's purpose is not to enroll people into another passive income. That's not the purpose of an online program. The purpose of an online program in a coaching context is to build further trust between you and your potential client. Now, if you're an online educator, if you're a teacher, you're a speaker, the purpose of online program changes. But I'm talking in the context and container of a coach. A coach that has an offer or the preference of work that you have as a coach, maybe in a group setting or a one-on-one setting. The purpose of an online course for you in your context is to build further trust between you and your potential client. One must ask, how is it that I can really build further trust with my client? How do we actually build trust? If you really think about a friend or somebody that is a trusted advisor to you, the reason why you trust them is because you have interacted with them multiple times and they have demonstrated some kind of capability in a field that you now trust them with. Say, for example, if there's a dentist that you really trust, there might have been many occasions that you seek their advice or took their services and they did a really fine job with what they were supposed to do. If you trust a place to get your car cleaned, it's a big possibility that you took on that service a couple of times before you said, you know what, that car cleaning place is really good. If you have frequently picked the same author's book again and again and again, it is because the author made it a point that you trust in their advice, that you trust in their capability to communicate an idea to you by giving it away in an easy, accessible manner multiple times. And you trust them not because you read a paragraph by them, but because you read maybe essays by them, maybe even their whole book. And now you finally trust them. Trust is built over consistency and frequency. If you can consistently deliver results to a client in a frequent enough way, they will trust you. Now, it becomes a little bit difficult if the only way for you to deliver those results is by getting on a call with them. It becomes a little bit difficult time-wise, energy-wise, resources-wise, and expense to you as a business owner-wise. Because every single time you're getting on a call with a potential client and say they don't sign up and they don't become a frequent client with you, it may feel daunting. It may feel tiring, frustrating, because all you are doing is giving value, giving value, giving value, and not really receiving a client in return. Do you find yourself at that place? Because I used to find myself at that place at one point where I was like, well, this is, yes, great that I get to serve, but after a point, it feels a little frustrating because all I'm doing is getting into the same routine again and again and again, and now it feels a little tiring or a little tiresome. And so I really had to sit with myself and ask myself the question of, how is it that I get to engage with my client and do it in a sustainable manner where I'm not frustrated and disengaged after a point that I can actually sustainably keep doing the work that is required to be done for me to be able to build a successful coaching practice. And that was where it was present to me that I should be creating an online program. Now, I'll tell you a little bit more about what that online program looked like and how to really think about it. But there's one more very important aspect to consider when we are thinking about uh, creating an online course. And that is an online course gives us an opportunity to start and maintain a prospect list. 
one of the biggest secrets of a successful coach is that they always maintain a prospect list. They are not going out and coaching when they need a client. They are future-paced enough. They are aware of the future enough that they know that there will be a point where they will need to enroll clients. And so they are starting to maintain what is called a prospect list. A prospect list could be in many different ways. It could be as simple as an Excel sheet and as complicated as maintaining an email list. Either of those scenarios are what you absolutely need for you to continue to engage with your clients on a consistent, frequent basis. Because if you have a prospect list, you always have an opportunity to reach out of this list and engage in few people who may want to be your client at that point. And this is where, again, online courses play a pivotal role. Because to sign up for an online course is significantly easier and cheaper than to sign up for your one-on-one coaching or even your group coaching programs. And that's where it becomes a beautiful piece that fits into the ecosystem of coaching. So you could maintain a prospect list and you can continue to build trust with this prospect list. Again, the key here being, and it's a very important key to note, is in the coaching scenario, you're not building an online course so you can make money. You're building an online course so you can build a prospect list and then you can continue to build trust with that prospect list so you can finally engage them and work with them on a one-on-one or a group setting. It's slightly different than what you may have learned about in the online. And it's a little bit of a scam industry. Let's be very real, right? You must have seen the ad of an online course that promises you that you'll make $10,000 the moment you buy that online course that teaches you how to make an online course and how to make $10,000. We've all seen that ad. So I'm not talking about that. (laughs) I am talking about something that strategically fits into your ecosystem, that has a purpose, that has a meaning, that is not there to get a quick buck out of your client. It is there to condition, build trust between you and your potential client. And I want to come out clean. I was somebody who kind of fell for that trap, that fell for that trap of saying, oh, I'll make an online course and I'll make some money on it. And then on the back end of that, I might promote my coaching. And that was my first goal at building an online course. I did build an online course and I sold it for a few hundred dollars. And because I didn't think about it strategically, I built this program that was like 20 plus hours, had a lot of information and was just not designed to actually build trust between me and my clients. Now, if somebody finished that program, maybe they would have had some trust with me. But more often than not, it was so poorly designed and so poorly thought out because there was no purpose in mind. It was just an online course because, well, that's how apparently you made money as a coach. And I'm here to remind you that don't make the same mistake that I did. I remember putting together an online course. I was back in Malaysia at the time. I got a camera, a crew of a camera for that matter, spent like thousands of dollars building this program. And as I built this program, put this online, I started to sell it. I started first at the pitch of that this is such a great program, 20 plus hours of content, I should sell it for a thousand bucks. And when I saw one or two sales come in and not much, I got cold feet. And so I said, screw it, I'm going to discount it. And I discounted it to like 300 bucks or something like that. And really discounted the price on that and got a couple of people to come in, like maybe 30, 40 buyers in total. And uh, that was still a good amount of money that I got. It probably broke even in context of finances of the business. But because it was poorly designed and wasn't built with the intent of real results and wasn't built with the intent of building trust with my clientele, I never really enrolled a client on the back end of it. Nobody was really interested in talking to me further. Because I had designed that course with the intent of making money, not in the intent of client's trust, not with the intent of building a relationship. 
And because of that, the program didn't do any of those things. And while, again, it was a zero-sum game and I built a small, tiny list because of that, what it didn't do for me was to actually give my coaching business a kickstart. And so I tried a different approach. And this approach was two-part. And the first most important part was, I was like, whatever I build, it must get people more aligned to want to do the next thing with me. And that could be an event, a group coaching program, or a one-on-one coaching program, whatever it might be. That was my first intent out of it. My second intent was I didn't want to lose money. I was, again, starting out. I didn't have a lot of money to spare and so forth. And so I was like, I just don't want to lose money on this. I just want to somehow break even on the front end of the program itself. But on the back end, what I would love is I would love to build a relationship between me and my potential clients. And I found the kind of people I like working with are people who like reading books. These are people who love books because I love books. And that was probably the reason why these people love books. They read books like as if it's no tomorrow. And they always have a book by their bedside and by their table side and they're skimming through it and reading through it. And so I said, okay, what can I do to be able to use that key feature to be able to actually build something that would lead them into working with me or lead them into at least be curious about how to work with me. And that led me to write my first three books. My first book was called The Book of Coaching, which I published for coaches, which even till date is one of the best books for a new coach if they are not sure of what coaching is, how to really understand it, what are the fundamentals of it. All of that is one of the best books still to market that demystifies coaching for a person. So The Book of Coaching, that was the first book that I ever wrote. And it was because I was wanting to build a business on the back of that. And I learned very quickly that my kind of clients who were seasoned entrepreneurs or people in information businesses and were doing at least one to three million in business, they love reading books too. So I wrote my next book, which was Live Big. This was published with like a very small publisher and we got that out the road. And that was my first big successful coaching business attempt that I did. This was the first time with a few clients, we were able to hit six figures. So I invested maybe dollars $50,000 in total in Live Big by putting the book out, getting into a lot of podcasts. I did like 80 different podcasts. Anybody who would ask me for a podcast, I would just go for it. And I would outreach at that time and do every single podcast. They could have five listeners, I didn't care. And I would do those podcasts. And what happened was because of all of those podcasts, I got some traction, I got some book sales. And those book sales led me to invite people and to come to an event that it was called Live Big Live that happened in the back of that book. It was a simple, very cheap event. It was like 200 bucks, 300 bucks, something like that. And people would come into this Live Big Live event and I would offer them a group coaching program there. And I would sell that group coaching program. I made my first $500,000 on the back of that book. And in coaching fees and people who were coming in as small businesses and mid-sized businesses wanting to work with me either for as one-on-one clients or in group settings, right? So for half a million dollars on the back of a book. Now, it took me a little while to, of course, write that book. It was a really, really good book. But I found that this model can be simplified, significantly simplified. And I was able to do that again and again and again. So An online program is not always something that's a 20-hour experience that you're giving to a person. An online program's singular job is to have your potential client raise hand and say, I might be interested, right? Whatever the thing that does allow you to start engaging with a potential client and be able to start interacting with a potential client can be turned into an online program, can be proposed as an online program, can be proposed, for lack of a better term, as an online experience. An experience that a person gets to have with you in a container that allows them to say, 
you are somebody that I think I should have further conversation with. And that's really what was the difference in approach that I had versus anybody that is trying to sell you an online program is online programs are not a model for coaches. It's not a model for you to make millions and millions of dollars. It's the model that allows you to build trust with your potential clients and start to build a relationship with your potential clients. Now, an online program, like I said, could be as simple as an ebook and as complicated as a group coaching program or an online program or a quest and so forth, a membership site. And because the range is so complicated, it creates kind of an issue with us as coaches because where do we start? What is the right thing to do? What would actually move the needle? How would you really get a potential client to say yes to something? And so I want to break down and give you a framework of how to think about this challenge and then what to develop, right? And how to develop it. So first thing that you want to do is you want to ask yourself the question of what's the purpose of this online program? That's the first question to ask yourself is what is the purpose of an online program? More often than not, I meet coaches that do things for the sake of doing things because somebody said so. And that is why they run into a problem of choice. If you are struggling right now and you're going, I don't know what to decide. It's probably because you haven't decided where you're going. And so everything feels like the right path. Everything is not the right path when you're absolutely certain about the direction, overall direction that you're going for now. Now, in time, you can change direction and know that you have permission to do so. It is your life. But for now, you need to decide something so you can bring focus, the right kind of energy for you to put towards the right path to take you to that one outcome that you really desire right now. So the first thing that you need to answer, absolutely, it's what's the purpose that this online program that you are deciding to have will serve for you. The second question you want to do is once you know what's the purpose, where does it fit? Is what is the result it gets for your client? An online program has nothing to do with you. It is, yes, it fits your business. And yes, that's a question to ask as well. But the primary point of designing a good online program is do you know what it does for your clients? Do you know what is the results that your client can expect when you're designing this experience? Again, This simple question would weed out a thousand ideas that you might have in your head because those thousand ideas is you thinking about yourself. You're saying, I would like to create this. Your clients don't care. They don't give a damn about what you want to create. They give a damn about what they need help with. So think about from a point of view, what is it that my client may have as a problem right now that I can help solve? So for example, in between the time of me writing my books, what I started producing was what I used to call white papers. These white papers were five to seven page documents that would talk about an issue that a company that has three to five million in revenue would have a problem with. For example, I would say why your business is not growing. And the idea that I would address there is that you have a team problem or a culture problem, because I knew that was the hidden problems that problems that your clients may not fully see easily, but once you correlate to the primary problem that they have, which is, oh, my revenue is stagnating or my profit is stagnating, if I can get them to see the team problem, suddenly they're interested in having a further conversation with me because I've opened their minds to an insight that otherwise was not available to them. And this was a completely free download that I would send over to people that were my potential clients, that people I would meet at events. This was get them to move towards me because I am potentially solving their problem. So I would get curious about, hey, what are the problems that my clients actually have? And how can I move them towards the direction of solving that problem? Because if I can move them towards the direction of solving the problem, now they're interested in what I have to give. Now they're interested 
in asking what I have to offer. And then the final question you want to ask is, how does it fit into your business? If it doesn't fit into your business, you don't want to produce it. If it doesn't help you enroll a client, get more traction, get more publicity, get more eyeballs looking at yourself, you don't want to do it. And it's very important to note that because if it doesn't fit your business, you may end up with a wonderful program and then that program will just become this one piece hanging by itself where your clients don't care about it, you don't care about it, and you're not able to really create any real business benefit of all this work that you've done. So three questions to ask yourself. First, what's the purpose of this online program? Second, what's the problem it solves for your client? And third, how does it fit into your business system? Once you've answered these questions and you are clear about the answers of these questions, here are some of the models that you want to consider. And I'll give you a little breakdown on how these models really show up and, and what you can do to produce them fairly quickly. So the first model is simple downloadable PDFs for the problems that your clients have. This is the PDF or a white paper that I would create. And I wrote maybe four or five of these and different angles and different stories. Like, for example, I knew a company that would be around $3 million in revenue, which was my ideal client at the time, $1 to $3 million in revenue, is one of the problems they would have is they would not have online marketing systems. They were just really good product creators, and they were able to get some partnerships going, and so they were able to make some revenue, but they didn't know how to build an online marketing system. So I wrote a simple white paper that said, how to build a simple online marketing system in less than $100,000, right? Again, these are sizable companies. $100,000 is not a big deal for them to be able to gain another one or two million in revenue. So this would be something that they would pique their curiosity. They're like, wow, less than $100,000. That's a good experiment for me to run to see if I could add some revenue to my company. So it's a good read for them. And I wrote the paper really well where the person would go, wow, this person really knows what they're talking about. Let me speak with them right? The right kind of customers. Another one, like I talked about, is the reason why your business is not growing. And then I would bring the attention to team and culture of the company, which is another thing that a serious founder would definitely look up and go, okay, what's really happening there? So the first and simplest model is to write downloadable PDFs. You could do it for health. You could do it for life. If you feel lost and unsure about this, you could use some of the AI tools to at least get an initial draft or at least an outline of a downloadable PDF, and then you can write it. I still recommend that you write it yourself because your ideas would come from your experience and they will become unique because of that. For example, as you listen to this podcast, the stories that I tell you are very unique to me. There's no way an AI software can know it or do it for me. So I have to write the outline of this podcast. I have to communicate it to you in my own unique way. And it creates a better relationship between us than if I just wrote something using AI and just set it out here, right? So, so you want to find that uniqueness. And so you want to write this white paper, but you can get an outline of your white paper with this. The second is a little bit more complex, and that's ebooks. Ebooks really became fundamental to the success of both of my companies, my Evercoach company and the company where I coach companies. Because what I would do is I wrote the book of coaching, which really helped us get really good traction in the coaching market at the time, even till date. It's one of our best value for money. We not only give you the entire book for like five bucks, but you also get to get a whole online program absolutely for free because of that. And then the second book that absolutely does really, very really well for my personal coaching business, which I literally recently bought rights for, is Live Big. Live Big was again sold for 20 bucks by the publisher and so forth. But now I'm giving it away for free. And I'll post a link below for you to be able to get the book in case you haven't got it. I've, I've communicated that to you already. But in case you haven't got it, 
it's down, completely downloadable for free. And if you really think about it, the reason why I'm doing that is because Live Big is really good for entrepreneurs on a long term. And it definitely fuels my coaching business. If I was to take more clients, I know I can send an email to everybody that downloaded that book and I would find my one to three clients. And as of today, last I checked, over 5,000 people have utilized to download that book for free, right? That's a really decent sized list to somebody saying, well, I'm interested in what you have to say in this book. That's amazing, right? And the book of coaching has sold for over 100,000 coaches across the globe which means I have over 100,000 coaches actually say, hey, listen, I would like to know more about what you have to offer in this book. It has, of course, fueled the Evercoach business and built our list, which is over 250,000 people at this point. So you want to get curious about these things. You want to go, okay, do I have a whole book in me? And if I do have a whole book in me, what is it that I can do to start writing it? Now, writing a book is a little bit more complex, which is why I invited to first start with simple downloadables. You don't have to write the whole book and you can have people sign up with those downloadables. Then comes free online courses, which I think are powerful. Three to five day courses, three to five video courses that would allow a person to get started and get a small result with you. This could be, if you are a health coach, it could be, hey, five-day reset, five-day nutrition reset, or five-day protein reset, which allows people to be become more mindful about how much protein they're eating. This is a hypothetical, right? If that's something that your focus is. Or you could have an online course that say five-day stress reset. And this would allow a person to reset their stress levels to a more manageable levels. And you can actually bring attention to somehow measuring their current stress level and the stress level after five days. So these are some of the ideas that you can put out almost immediately. And don't go all crazy and say, I need the best gear to do this. You really don't. You can literally record it on your computer. You can use a computer camera. These days they're really good. Or get a simple camera that does 1080p recording a webcam. They come for like 200 bucks from Logitech. Just get one of those guys. It records really well. You can start the journey there. Once you start the journey there, you will find that now people, if they're downloading those PDFs or the books or they're downloading or engaging into this free online program, they have more affinity to you. They have more trust with you. They have just done something that you offer to them for free or for a small fee, and they have seen a result in their life. They're more likely to engage in further conversation with you and be on your prospect list. This also gets you this person on your prospect list, which means you can email them anytime you feel like you need to enroll some more clients. Then comes paid online programs. Now, I highly recommend not to go into paid online programs until you have a somewhat of a list that you can engage with. And the reason why I say that is it takes a lot of time, effort, and energy to build an online paid program. It takes several hours. You just really simplify all of that for you. You can't just give it away because it is much more complex than that. And you want people to pay some so they actually engage in the content. So that would be my recommendation to happen, but a little bit later. But you could actually end up creating an online paid program, especially if you have a prospect list. You absolutely should do it because it gets them to engage with you at a deeper level. It would be amazing if you threw in some live calls so people can really, really communicate with you, speak with you, learn from you, see your style, be in your experience, because it really helps them understand you even better. And from there, you could go to another model, which is an online group coaching model. Online group coaching model is completely run live, where it's all about live experience, live coaching. These are small containers of eight to 20 people where you're really working with them and you really get to know everybody, you get to really work with everybody and then you're creating results for them. So that's another model that you can really lean into that will allow you to be able to get started. 
My recommendation though, at this point, if you're a new coach, is do a free PDF download or a free online course, easiest to create. If you're a seasoned coach listening and you have a methodology, I'd say write a book first, then do an online program, and then think about group coaching. The only reason you should do group coaching is because you have already got a prospect list of your one-on-one clients that want to do something more with you, but don't want to do one-on-one. So that's a great place to go for group coaching program because enrollment becomes easier. Otherwise, group coaching can be a little bit more difficult. And if a group is not formed, it's actually not fun to run the group either. So it's ideal you want to have at least eight people in your group. So those are some of the models. I would say pick one of those and start there. Again, highly recommend considering white papers and free online courses so you can get people into the ecosystem, get them to build trust with you, and then have them get the link of schedule a call and have them book a discovery call with you and then actually do the discovery call where you enroll them into your one-on-one coaching. That would be the most easy, ideal, fast path that I can think of for you right now. That's the path I took. That's the path any successful coach takes usually when they're getting started, when they're getting their first 10, 20, 30 clients. So if that's the place you're at, I would invite you to do that. If you've already got that going, and that's amazing if you've got that going, I would say do an online program, maybe even do an online paid program or do an online group coaching program. I think that would be fantastic for you. And if you really have a methodology that you crush and you have tons of case studies, maybe it's time to write that book, that book that you've been meaning to write, the book that's been in you for a long time. Maybe it involves your story, story of your clients. I really invite you to consider writing that book. Book writing is amazing. It takes a long time though. Now, I want to address a few elephants in the room, if I call it that. And that is, whatever you decide, always ask the question of capacity versus capability. I know that you, as a coach, are capable of making all types of online courses. You could do it all, what I just said. All of that is possible for you. I absolutely do not doubt capability-wise, you can. I also know you potentially have other things in life that you need to get done. And because of that, you have a capacity challenge. You can only work those many hours in a day. You can only get that weekend off or you can only take away those many days from your family and your ecosystem. So ask yourself the capacity question, not only the capability question. Your capability is infinite and I have no doubts on that. But your capacity is limited, which means you can only do that much in that much time. So find what's your capacity and work with that capacity. Also measure when are you allocating that capacity to yourself. If that capacity or time availability is only in the evenings for you, just remember to question if you will be in the energetic space to write something creative. And if that's not going to happen, maybe give yourself a little bit more time to write that program or make that program in the morning. This is an equally important question, an equally important discovery to have than to say, should I do an online program or not? It's not about that. It's a lot about you as a person, a lot about your capacity that is available right now in your life. So do ask that question to yourself before you beat yourself up for not doing the program, before you commit to something and then realize that you don't have the capacity to deliver it. And second thing that I want to leave you with is always think how you can have your client win more than what they paid for. It's an absolute must. One of the proud moments that I have or the, my, one of my moments of pride that I have is today, if I create an online program, the net promoter score of it is usually over 70. For that matter, most of them are over 80. And why I love that, why I respect that, why I honor that, why I stick with that, why I value that so much is because a net promoter score is the indicator or is a indicator that shows how much people value your work. 
and how much value they got out of that program that they just did with you. And uh, NPS of 80 plus is incredible in an online space. I don't know of any other person that builds programs that are that valuable or are rated that highly. And I take pride in that because I know that means that my client won more than what they bargained for. And that's what you want. You want your client to win more what they bargained for. Absolutely. Because that's what builds further trust. That's what we are here in the world to do. That's why you chose a profession that is so service-based. So I encourage you to consider whatever you built. Make sure that your client wins more than what they bargained for. And you would have a winning online course and a winning coaching business. And with that, I want to make a request. You see, I know this question of should I make an online course or should I not make an online course is such a big question in a coach's mind. And you might have some friends that might be asking that question to themselves. I invite you to click the share button and share this episode with them so they can make a better decision for themselves and are not stuck in those garbage scam people telling them they can make $10,000 just because they made an online program. I really invite you to share this with anybody that you think would care to have this information and you be able to use this information. I'm sure it will mean a lot to them to receive this information and be able to make a more educated decision this time around. And I also have a request for you. See, if you have loved this episode and you have been loving the, the episodes that we've been posting out, which is solo casts, which is me just sharing insights and answering questions that I get repeatedly from coaches, I really invite you to go over to the review section of whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on and leave me a review. Leave me a star rating, leave me a review. It's important to me for me to know that this is actually useful to you. This is actually helping. I only want to do things that help you move further along in your coaching journey. I'm here for you to win. I want you to win because the more you win, the more I get to live my own grand purpose. So my invitation is tell me <laughs> if this is actually helping you. And if it is, go over, leave me a review, leave me a rating. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This is Coach Ajit and you're listening to Master Coaching Podcast.